You're listening to The Big Cast C-Suite Edition, your source for leadership insights and inspiration with John Jan Clays. Hi, everyone. John here. Welcome to June's edition of C-Suite Interviews. We got a great show for you today. Before we get started, though, I wanted to do a shout out about this year's AXFI conference hosted by John Best and Paul Obluck. It was a hit. I really enjoyed myself and enjoyed meeting many of you there as we discussed ideas on innovation, data analytics, data security, and more, and look forward to attending next year's conference. Hope to see you there. Speaking of conferences, about six weeks ago, I was in Napa, California at the Human Resource Development Conference, and the keynote speaker there was Dr. Brandy Stankovic. And she talked about all points of leadership, and in particular of interest to me were ideas around strategic planning. So I thought this group, our audience here, would like to listen to her ideas around succession planning, strategic planning, and different uh, points of view about leadership. So without any further delay, here's my interview with Dr. Brandy Stankovic. Hey, Brandy, welcome to the show. How are you? John, thanks for having me. Oh, man, thank you. I'm excited. Oh, I am too. You know, when we met at the conference up in Napa, I thought, you know what, our listeners have got to listen to you and uh, hear your ideas on leadership and strategy. And and maybe that's a great place to start. Why don't you tell us a little about CU Solutions Group and its strategic advisory services? Why don't we start there? I love that. And I also feel really honored to be part of your podcast. I've been following it, and now I'm going to hear my own voice booming over the speakers, which is just really cool. So thank you. Safe Solutions Group is, as you know, and as many of the listeners probably know, is a crane service organization. So we serve the crane industry in three key divisions. That's technology, marketing, and performance. And we serve institutions all across the United States. And we're helping our clients serve, grow, and build financial strength. And we're doing that through offering strategies and solutions of those core divisions. And so I lead strategic advisory services. Now, this is a new division. Um, or a new kind of uh, effort within CU Solutions that goes beyond consulting. So although we are doing consulting, I really feel like it does go beyond. We're engaging credit unions to help them uh, find a bold and informed and modernized approach to growth. And so all of the advisors that we have on the team, the ones that we partner with, are offering guidance, long-term relationships on, on things like operational planning, board governance, CEO, executive coaching, HR. But really, it boils down, from my perspective, to access, ROI, and synergy. We're at, we have access to industry experts. We've got a network of consultants, you know, top-of-the-line products. But we also really want to measure success through the bottom line. Because without a return on investment, hey, it doesn't, you know what I mean? We don't, we don't well, have absolutely. to fool, fool around. Yeah. Know? Well, that really struck me during your keynote speech at the Human Resource Conference is how grounded you were in business fundamentals as well as the inspirational and passion part of your speech that actually came through. I thought it was just a wonderful balance. And thinking about passion, you have another one that is called the strategic hot box. And our, our listeners should know about that. Tell us about that. Well, thank you. The Strategic Hot Box is, is a platform for leaders. I like to say leaders of all shapes and sizes and colors, preferences or levels to get the tools that they need, uh, like coaching, insight, motivation to be the best that they can be. We want people to take control of their lives and we're doing it in a, a fun and edgy and, and authentic way. Um, overall, the, the, 
Hotbox is a platform, but it is also driven through a podcast. Now, that was uh, based on or built from um, my book, The Strategic MVP, and we were looking for kind of a relevant outreach channel to to reach people when when they need it most. I mean, very similar to, to what you do with CEO Corner and all of your efforts. It's allowing people to be asynchronous, you know, uh, finding whenever they want the information they can get it. But the podcast is built on three principles of learn, love, and kick ass. It is my mantra. It's my philosophy. We've learned something new. It's fun to sink our teeth into. And we've covered topics all over the board from emotional intelligence to innovation, diversity, sex and leadership. But we love by getting a, a subject matter expert involved and then we always urge people to kick ass. Our followers are leading the way. We want people making something happen. It's the execution that counts. It is the execution that counts. You know, and in doing my research about you, Brandy, um, I heard some interviews about another passion, no shortage of passions for you. Uh, it seems advancing women in leadership, and you're involved in the Global Women's Leadership Network as well as the Women's Young Professional Network. Tell me how you became involved in that and, you know, kind of your, your energy around those efforts and what's happening with those. Global Women's Leadership Network is a a arm of the World Council of Credit Unions, and it has grown from 2009 to today to over 2,000 members from 78 countries. So it really is this beautiful uh, growth or flourish of, of, a, of an effort that many of us find to be really important, and that's just having good leaders in, in this industry. So it was built on the philosophy of just making a measurable difference in the lives of, of women and leaders um, in credit unions and in membership and in, in homes across across the globe. And so I got involved through Susan Mitchell, who's the chair of Global Women's Leadership Network, and through just a relentless passion that I have to, to give leaders everything that they can to be successful. And over the years, the, the network has really grown. So I'm the U.S. ambassador, one of the U.S ambassadors for the network help uh, different areas or build chapters so it's kind of a, a localized effort of the global initiative and over the years we've, we've raised two million dollars to help you know credit families we've given grants to, to women in Asia we've increased financial literacy and and really have, have started to, to make a stand for the importance of, of all leadership including uh, women in leadership that's beautiful work. During your keynote up in Napa, you talked about that in the credit union industry, approximately 70% of the working population is women, yet only 14% are CEOs. So I have to believe that these efforts dovetail with kind of changing that 14% ratio up, moving it up. Yeah, the, and, and that's really, thank you for, for kind of highlighting a statistic that since this book, this industry is built on so many women people think it's not a challenge that we have to 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 continue to drive forward and 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 that's great we're lucky to have uh, so many you know diversities within our industry and now it's about driving those diversities upward throughout the ranks of the organization especially as those organizations get larger in size so how we can just work together to make sure those opportunities are available yeah well your journey is professional journey is a, a great example of somebody who's kind of worked through all the levels and maybe switching gears here a little bit tell us about your professional journey and specifically your your uh, journey into leadership and where you are now I think that'd be interesting for our listeners to to listen to that 
Uh, in preparation of talking to you, I was thinking back, I was reflecting back on all the craziness and madness that, I, that I'm calling a career now. Um, but I came into credit unions originally as a mystery shopper, so rating member service. And then when I finished my MBA, I went to work on international services with a company called Midas. I was working with Caja Popular in Mexico and the World Council. Uh, and then, of course, went through some corporate acquisitions, uh, worked, uh, Midas was acquired by Liberty, but then Liberty was acquired by Heartland. I know mergers and acquisitions are things that many people in all industries can, can relate to, um, and ultimately was leading educational services for Heartland. And then I've also worked inside a credit union, I've both been Turrican Credit Union as well as Boulder Dam Credit Union. And then kind of stepped outside, was working on my doctorate, and and uh, Susan Mitchell, Michael Stankovic, and I ran a consulting company for about 10 years together. And then just this year, I uh, stepped away from that and have joined the family of CU Solutions Group. So we've been rocking and rolling um, there ever since. That's, that's beautiful. And what a trajectory of a career that is. So obviously, you're a lifelong learner. And as you approach learning, how do you keep evolving as as a leader, what's your practice? You know, I, in, in some of the reflection that I was doing, I realized that I have the philosophy when it comes to education. I got in a big, a bit of a late night banter with, with a cohort <laughs> of mine recently, those, those moments at 2 a.m. when you're, you know, solving the world's problems, um, but about education and the importance of education and learning and, and evolving. And education to me was something I never wanted to get in my way where where something was I would a door would be closed because I didn't have it or someone could tell me no by something that I could control and so I've always sought opportunities to be as informed as possible but my philosophy in learning is uh is kind of twofold it's it's first to to listen and to ask for feedback, I, I'm constantly trying to learn and listen and and really get to know what I'm doing, how I can be better. It, I kind of relate it back. I saw Magic Johnson um, speak years ago, and he said that he would watch tapes and, and really just dive in. And I thought, yes, I can't necessarily watch tapes of everything <laughs> that I do, but, but I want to do the same as far as, as asking for feedback and listening. And my second piece is, is just an insane commitment and work ethic and I know that you you have the same like I I don't know many that work is hard you know or they're always insane I should say <laughs> I am. so it's really just a relentless commitment yeah that is something is in, in the leadership approach is to think about I can out hustle people you know uh, <laughs> that together with a really good plan and constant learning is you know it's a pretty good formula it's what I would share with a lot of people too so I share that in common with you so if I were to look at your tablet or your smartphone or your audible.com, you know, uh, account, what kind of stuff are you reading these days? I'm curious. Well, I choose because we were chatting about thousands of outlets, right? And, and the fact that there's so much information, information overload for people these days, and we have less time than ever before. So I'm really intentional with my exposure from an industry, credit industry knowledge standpoint. It might be cutoday.info with, you know, Frank or anything written by Michael Bartlett at CU Journal. Um, Mitchell Stankovic and Associates also has the underground white papers, which I loved and really is pushing. But but general leadership things that get my juices flowing, probably Harvard Business Review. I think the 
books uh, in the moment, you know, books in my life are sitting on my desk. Uh, one is your book, John, Doing What Matters, at that same conference. Got the chance to see you speak. I did get a copy, a signed copy. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, the signature, the, the value signature of, of your book, and I, I love how important um, you're talking about community and just feeling what you do. Um, so I've really enjoyed reading your book. From a personal standpoint, I've got Keith Richards' Autobiography Life. I'm reading that one, which has been awesome, uh, really roguish and delicious and, you know, and fun to read. And then Dragons Love Tacos. I have two uh, beautiful beefcakes, and that's their favorite book, and it's hilarious. So Dragons Love Tacos makes uh, quite the impression on my life these days as well. Dragon of Tacos. Oh, so these are for your kids. Yes, Dragons Love Tacos. It's it's a hilarious book. I feel like it's written just as much for the adults as it is for the kids, and it's got great illustrations. It's fantastic. Hey, you know, I've got two grandkids, and I just found a new book that we can share together. Thanks for that. That's good. <laughs> got it. <laughs> so the thinking of young kids, and that, that's probably not the right way to explain it, but there's a lot of emerging leaders, and I hear from them as they tune into the show, and they're really looking at how to advance their careers, and they look at the information that's on this show and shows like yours to kind of get a clue about how are people thinking about advancement and in their careers. Brandy, what would you tell somebody who's wanting to contribute more, be more, do more? How, how, how can they advance their careers? What advice would you have? The first advice that I give to anyone young, whether it's young or emerging or young at heart, is uh, to get over it that so many young people are on a soapbox about something or are feeling a chip on their shoulder or something to that effect and it's time to get it's time to get over it. And this might be a good check for any of us that have been around the block for a little bit too. But it's time to get over ourselves, get over those things that are getting in our way and step up. I think building a network is essential. Mm. So getting over it and then building a network, all the growth in the industry that I've had has been through contacts and connections and friends that have built through over the years. And then the third is uh, to blast targets. It's kind of that the same philosophy of the kick-ass from the, from the hot box, but to get out there and make something happen, to do me proud. Like I, I work with the, the global, the world young credit professionals and I didn't, I didn't work my butt off in this industry for you to show up in your jeans in the boardroom. Respect the legacy, put in the work, get out there and make something happen because the generalizations are there for a reason. I've, I've worked with some of the universities and I'll say to them, even if you're not entitled, uh, the rest of the business world thinks that you are. So you're going to have to break through that boundary regardless. And it's time for, for young people, a large generation of young people, to respect the legacy and get in and, and roll your sleeves up and be ready to put in the experience. And get over it. I love that. I'm dating myself, but there's an Eagle song that I love that's yes. get over it, nice. right? Yeah. Hell freezes over. <laughs> so, all right. So you've had to get over something, right? I mean, a lot of times there's setbacks in our careers and sometimes our setbacks inform more kind of who we are as a leader, as, as our successes. And I was just wondering, do you have anything like that in your career that really informs the leader you are today, the grit that you have? Is there anything that you could share sure. with our listeners? Unfortunately, similar to many of your listeners, I'm sure throughout my life, I've, I've lost several people that I love. And from that pain comes, uh, for me, came an outlet of creativity. So once I was able to get out of the darkness of grief 
came this outlet of creativity or a strength of character and also an obligation to serve and to live. And I've promised those people that I've loved and I've lost that I will continue to forge the path of strengthening others and, and spreading love. I think uh, I have a greater empathy for humans through some of the tragedy, but I also have a very little tolerance for whining. So it's, you know, all these philosophies <laughs> tie together, no matter how we, we talk about them. But if someone wants to make a difference in their life, that they have to make that choice. And tragedy and, and loss has, has taught me that. And it's also given me the, the, the passion, the fire behind that, that relentless commitment. Um, that I have, that you only get one chance. Today only happens today. And so are, am I going to deliver on today in a way that I would look back and, and feel good about, feel proud about? And so I urge others to do the same. You know, I love the idea that you add to, hey, being smart and, and uh, using ROI, the idea of love, of passion, that your connection to others is is a wellspring of energy that we can all tap into and and nourish us and you know you can look in history sometimes and find people that are are pretty amazing pretty inspirational lives i love reading biographies about folks and i'm just wondering in, in history is there somebody that you kind of point to um that's important you know, to you i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little rock and roll on this one too <laughs> it sounds like you're a lover of rock also. i am yeah uh, the I, admi- I admire a lot of bands who have stayed true to their values in music while yeah. exploring their own creative outlets. Uh, Metallica, for example, I saw them uh, in concert four times last year. You can travel down to Mexico City to rock out. Um, but in the early 90s, they received some negative attention for cutting their hair and, and what their, their, their diehard fans were saying were going soft and and first, uh, any true Metallica fan will be a fan of Metallica regardless, even if I prefer some albums over others. But they did what they needed to do. They knew how to up their game. They got experts involved. They got, uh, in their case, might have been producers to reach a wider audience um, and to really step up. And it's it's broadened who they are as artists, broadened to their reach. Journey is another example of that, a band that is enjoying more success now than ever. Don't stop believing, I mean, which was my first dance at my wedding. <laughs> is saying at more dive bars today than when it came out in 1981 and obviously they use youtube to find their new lead singer and i tell you arnell can has pipes you know he can really sing so i i love rock and roll in general but those bands that have evolved over time as they've matured as humans and how they continue to look at their own relevance to reach the audiences that they want to reach and, and, and stay true to the, the values and the music that they have. So I'm guessing one of your hobbies or the way you re-energize is music and the creative arts. I'm hearing that. Yeah. Am I right? Or did, <laughs> tell tell me about true. some of your hobbies and your passion. Well, music is, is certainly uh, is certainly one of them. I, I'm obsessed with, with all kinds of music. But I uh, I think the, the main way that I re-energize is spending time with my beefcakes. They mm-hmm. are five and eight little boys, um, the loves of my life, my kids. And they, they're lovers of music as well. Their favorite band happens to be Metallica also. So I feel like I'm raising them right for now. Um, and I, I also uh, paint and create whenever I can turn my brain off. I find that art and some of those things for me become moments of, of focus where I'm not thinking in a million different ways. So my, my virtue is also my vice. When I'm, I'm going a million miles an hour, sometimes I need to not go a million miles an hour. And things like painting and music uh, allow me to do that. Boy, I understand that 
you know, taking it down a gear and not using your mind and maybe put your hands to work. You know, I have a ranch and that's my passion is being outside the great outdoors and connecting with animals and, and uh, being in partnership with them. And it's just, it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun. I totally get that. Hey, Brandy, we're coming up to the end of our time. And I'm wondering before we go, anything that we've not covered today that you think our listeners should know or you'd like to convey? Well, I think that in our closing thought, we've talked about it quite a bit, but a a closing thought really is that philosophy of of learn, love, and kick ass. The the more that somebody can continue to learn, to grow, and do, and just absorb information from amazing individuals, brilliant minds like yourselves, to love, always choose love in the industry, in in your lives, in the people that they're around, and then to get out there and do something. Make a difference starting today. It is time to kick some ass. Well, I tell you what, I know what I'm doing. After our call here, I'm going to go out and and, uh, kick ass in the things that I love to do, (laughs) both (laughs) here at Partners Credit Union and at home. And I'm lucky to have a lot of playgrounds, a lot of passions. I tell you what, Brandy, thank you for joining us today and sharing not only your expertise, but your passion uh, for human development and leadership and and all. It's just been, been great talking with you. And now our listeners can find another great podcast uh, to listen to uh, at the Strategic Hotbox and glad to introduce you to our audience and uh, just thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really enjoyed it and can't wait to have you on the Hotbox. I will be there. I'm looking forward to learning from you. So uh, to all of our listeners, everyone, hope you enjoyed this episode and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Big Cast C-Suite with John Janclays. To learn more or connect with John and the CEO Corner, please visit theceocorner.com. And we always welcome you to join in on our conversation. You can connect with the BigCast Network directly by tweeting us at BigFintech, emailing us at info at big-fintech.com, or visiting our website at bigfintechmedia.com.